Radio MD. RadioMD.com. Emergency physician, TV personality, speaker, and writer. She's Dr. Lee. It's time for the Dr. Lee Vinoker Show. Uh, hi, welcome to the show, Health from the Outside In, where I think feeling good starts with looking good. Um, my first uh, segment is a very interesting study, and I want to welcome um, my guest back. She's a frequent guest, Dr. Jennifer Haith. She's a cardiologist and assistant professor of medicine at Columbia University and the co-director of the Women's Center for Cardiovascular Health. So welcome back, Dr. Haith. Thanks Thank for being you. on the show. Hi. Hi. So, you know, this was a very interesting study to me uh, as a parent because <laughs> we try so hard. And this study uh, was done in Finland, so it's a very homogenous population, I imagine. And they showed that kids that had a happy childhood let, uh, meant that they were going to have a happy, healthy heart in adulthood. And um, I just uh, find this fascinating. Yeah, so there have been actually a number of studies to try to look for an association between early childhood sort of happiness and general well-being with cardiovascular health down the road. And, and this study definitely showed an association. Um, what they did was, it, you're right, it was in Finland, which is a pretty homogenous population, and they looked at about, you know, more than a 1,000 people, men and women, ages 3 to 18 years. So that was, you know, a pretty big range of of childhood ages. And then they looked at them again 27 years later. And they looked at a couple of different psychosocial factors. They looked at the socioeconomic status of the family, the emotional well-being of the family, parental health, um, stressful events, the the ability to self-regulate, which has sort of been looked at quite a bit, actually, and then social adjustment. And so higher... Yes. So when you say self-regulate, you mean manage your stress or... Um... Exactly. So children, their ability to, re- you know, their sort of attention regulation, so their capacity to be measured and have, do their homework and be sort of um, able to focus really okay. on things and have good attention to things. Um, so the higher number of these factors you had, the greater... Um, your ideal cardiovascular health index was 27 years later. So there does seem to be an association, and there are uh, quite a number of other studies that do corroborate this. Huh. Yeah, I mean, there have been studies that kids that suffer childhood traumas, you know, terrible traumas you hear about, um, that they later in life have a, a whole host of illnesses, both mental illness and um, physical illness, too. Exactly. Um, There was actually the Cardia study, which was like over 3,000 people, where they looked specifically back. It was was a retrospective study. The Finnish study was prospective, meaning they looked forward Uh and started and went forward. In this study, they looked at adversities in childhood, like you're talking about physical abuse, living with a substance abuser having decreased affection from a parent, and it did show that 10 years down the road, their um, coronary heart disease risk score was much higher in adulthood. And and so, yeah, I mean, it seems to make sense um, that if you have a family where um, your parents are non-smokers, your parents are athletic and active, that you have sort of a stable home environment, your parents, one parent has a, a good job or a job that supports the family, and there seems to be some that along with, 
you know, cognitive ability and this attention regulation seems to be a predictor for a favorable cardiovascular risk profile down the road. And IQ really does make a difference, actually. They've looked at that as well. And low cognitive ability is, again, associated with a higher cardiovascular risk score. Right. What was interesting is, you know, and they did separate out the risk factors um, for adults and corrected for smokers and, and things like that. Um, which I thought was interesting, but yeah, it's, it sort of does make sense, but you know, without parents, uh, you know, blaming themselves too much because, you know, (laughs) we already feel guilty about everything. Like, you know, (laughs) like, like I didn't breastfeed the whole year and that's why my, you know, has to do with my son's SAT scores or, you know, whatever. (laughs) It's just, it's a crazy kind of thing. It is. I mean, we have to take some responsibility, but I think that the message should be that, you know, it is important to try to have um, children sort of that basically focusing on certain things as a child can affect your health down the road. And that, um, you know, I think there was a recent study that came out about mothers who are depressed and then they treated these mothers and the children started to do much better in school. Um, after the mom had been treated for three months. And that may actually, you know, while we shouldn't blame ourselves, it may actually help with things like public funding and um, projects to help depressed mothers get access to health care that can help them down the road. You know, and right. so in that regard, these studies are important, but I don't think it should be a blame. You know, it should be, like you're saying, don't use it as a blaming thing. Right. Although as a mother, um, it's hard to not feel guilty about everything that goes on in your kid's life. And I'm wondering, and, and to let people know, this was clearly observational study too. I mean, they didn't prove cause and effect. They certainly didn't. You're right. Um, they really only showed that there was an association and that certain psychosocial factors in youth were favorable to having a good cardiovascular profile in adulthood, but it is not a cause and effect. Hmm. And I'm wondering, there are some kids that have definite, like, generalized anxiety disorder. They might be in, you know, stable home environments, but there are those group of kids that actually have this or might have depression in as a child. And uh, did they look at anything like that to see... If that, you know, made a difference, I mean, I know kids that have depression or those medical problems with their parents, if they have a stable household, you know, that optimizes their treatment and everything, but it's still a tough thing. Yeah, no, I'm not aware of looking specifically at, you know, depression and anxiety in childhood, which you're right, it is, it is associated with, um, you know, with tr- problems down the road, I and that would make sense. I mean, they did look at... The fact that even if you grew up or you had um, high risk for certain sort of metabolic disorders based on family history and genetics, that if you had a good level of maternal nurturance, mm-hmm. that it actually would counteract those things. So that was the Midas study where they looked at people who, you know, had kind of maybe things, things in life were against them from the start. They didn't have a lot of money. But if they had a mother who was very caring for them or a mother figure, a grandmother then it actually seemed to have a negative, you know, counteract those unfortunate lifestyle situations. Right. But specifically looking at children with anxiety and depression, I am not aware of um, anything. 
Yeah. It always comes down to the mother. So (laughs) whether you don't want to blame them or not, uh, they are key um, in children's success. So, Well, uh, I think that, you know, then, you know, without blaming, then parents should definitely pay attention to the fact that their choices, and, you know, obviously we know this, have a big impact on their children. And so if you do things like smoke and you don't exercise and you're, you know, not taking care of yourself, it's going to impact how your children's health, you know, progresses over time. And so, and also it's good for yourself to make changes to try to help those things. So, you know, if you're feeling, if you're a parent who is, you know, smoking, you need to stop, you know, and that's probably the best thing you could do for your health ever. Yeah, it it really is. And it's, um, it's another indication that family can get together and exercise and start uh, healthy habits. And exactly. That- go for a bike ride, go for walks, walk around the museum, you know, do activities that, you know, make you do a little activity. Yeah. So I thought it was a very interesting study. And, um, you know, you know yourself that depression even in adults, is associated with heart disease. I think we've spoken about it before. Yeah. Um, so it's it's like a vicious cycle. So obviously with kids, uh, it's important too. So I want to thank my guest, uh, Dr. Jen Hayeth. This is the Dr. Levenokra Show, Health from the Outside In. So stay tuned into your health. 